Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello, and welcome to Joyful Eating episode number 63. So our topic for today is how to avoid weight gain when traveling, but actually this applies to how to avoid weight gain at all, (laughs) even when you're not traveling. But first, let me tell you about the best bite I had. So on the weekend, it was Mother's Day. So we went out for a fantastic uh, Mother's Day lunch at uh, one of my favorite local restaurants called Pilot in Ainsley in Canberra. If you're ever coming to Canberra, make sure you book a table and get there. It's really small, but they just like the food is exquisite. And so they do like a tasting menu. And one of the, they do this amazing dish that came out at the beginning. It was like carrots that had been shaved with a mandolin. So really fine strips of carrot that had been coiled around to make a spiral. So kind of like if you think of one of those um, pastry snails, like instead of using pastry to do the spiral, they'd used carrots. And then they'd just slow cook the carrots in this like coffee syrup thing uh, so that they were like, it was super tender. And then they'd served it with um, with za'atar on top, which is like a Middle Eastern spice blend um, with sesame seeds. And it was just like, so you unravel, you ate it with your fingers and you unraveled the carrots. And it was just like these long carrot noodles that were just so sweet. And then they had the za'atar, like, so they had that nuttiness. It was just incredible. It was like so, so delicious to eat. Like I, I didn't know carrots could taste so good. So that was really fun. Okay, so plan for today is I thought I would just share my recent first class travel story with you. And then we're going to talk about like exactly how to avoid weight gain when you're traveling. But of course, this applies to everyday life as well, as well. But we're looking at it through the lens of travel. And then I've got a bonus tip to share with you about minimizing jet lag. So my LA trip story, basically I uh, had a six-day <laughs> trip where I went to LA of just working with a new business coach and she was having a live event. So I got to go and meet my coach and uh, meet all the, everyone else in the group, which is fantastic. So yeah, and then of course, like, you know, traveled, went over, went straight to LA, you know, stayed in a beautiful hotel, ate out every meal. I, I was, one I had actually was a bit sick of eating out and I'd been to, I love going shopping when I'm traveling, in like food shopping and I couldn't help myself. So I bought, bought some kale and stuff. And so I had a, like a boiled eggs and had a bit of a picnic in my uh, hotel room one night, but every other meal I was eating out and such a fantastic time, like enjoyed all the food that I had it was a really beautiful experience and came home and was actually slightly less than my normal weight. So, and that's true of like whenever I travel these days, like it's never, I go away and yeah, it was only six days. So you can't do too much damage in six days, but you know, a lot of people have this, I see it in a lot of my clients. It's like this story that when they travel, they go, they're going to gain weight. Uh, and it doesn't have to be true. I've also seen in my clients that they can travel. And, you know, recent, one of my clients recently went on a cruise in Portugal where they have those amazing little custard tarts. And so I think there was like a two week cruise. And so they were like, it was all catered and they had like, you know, these amazing pastries all the time. And she was able to enjoy the pastries, you know, had, had a great trip, but came back the same way that she left. And so like, this totally isn't just me, like it's possible for you too. Um, how do we do it? How do we travel without gaining weight? And basically like the first thing we want to get straight is with any change is your mindset. And 
so first of all, you like just want to notice like what's what the current story you have about traveling and your weight and whether that's really helping you. So if your current story is when I travel, I always gain weight or it's inevitable that I'm going to gain weight because I'm going away. Like you want to just question that because it isn't inevitable. Like you can make choices that are going to either cause you to gain weight or come home the same weight. Like it really is, I want you to start um, just questioning those stories. And when you are traveling, just stay focused and just on the possibility that maybe, no, you don't actually have to gain weight this time. Like stay focused on the possibility that, no, maybe you could actually enjoy everything and come home at the same weight that you left. So the other mindset thing we want to really, I think, and this is why travel often causes us to gain weight is first, like we're not in our regular environment. So we're not, we don't have our usual habits um, helping us. But the biggest thing I think that causes people to gain weight when they're traveling is like this whole food scarcity thinking or food FOMO, which is fear of missing out. And I actually did a whole uh, podcast episode on food FOMO. It's episode number 54. So if that's you, if you know that that's something that you like, oh, I don't want to miss out, so I'm going to overeat, definitely go back and check out that episode. But you just when we're traveling, it can be easy to think, oh, you know, I'll never have this again. So you want to just be aware that that's a potential mindset trap and that you want to be avoiding that food scarcity thinking. So going into it with the thoughts of, yes, there's going to be amazing food experiences here and there'll be plenty of amazing food experiences in my future as well. And I don't need to you know, eat every single crumb of every single food that comes across my path when I'm on this trip. Um, so yeah, a mindset really important. So first, like just stay focused on the possibility that you could do this, that you could have a trip where you're not gaining weight. And then second, like avoid that food scarcity thinking and really remind yourself that there's an abundance of amazing food wherever you are, whether that's traveling or at home, and there's no need for you to go mental. And then the next thing we want to do, like once you've got that kind of mindset stuff through, we want to take it one meal at a time and one day at a time. But we want to want to approach travel from not just like waking up and going through the day randomly. I think the the way that I approach it is to just be intentional about the day. Find some time each day to think through your day, like what's going to happen. And yet you, of course, like when you're traveling, you don't know like you know what's going to happen. But you want to just kind of get a, an idea idea of, okay, well, I might be going here. We might have lunch here. We might go there. We might stop for ice cream here. Like, you know, just thinking about what the possibility could be and then just deciding like, how do you want to navigate that? Like, how do you want the day to go? Do you want to have the ice cream when you you go to the beach or do you want to have wine when you're on the plane? Like if you are going to have those things, like, you know, how much would it take for you to feel satisfied? This idea of being intentional so that you're deciding ahead of time so that you're making like the best decision so that you get the pleasurable experience. You don't feel like you're missing out on anything. Like you can really maximize the pleasure of the day and also that you're not using it, like you're not just going mental and just eating and drinking everything inside. Um, so yeah, th- this intentionality is really, really key. And so I actually have a daily practice where I spend like five minutes every day. I do other things as well, but I, one of the things I do is just plan my day. Like I just think through the day and think about what the potential meals could be and how I'm going to navigate the day. So we want to get our mindset straight. Next thing is to be intentional, like actually think, practice the day in advance. The next thing you want to do is 
maximize the pleasure in the moment. So when you are eating or you decide to eat, like we want to be really intentional and really focused on the food. So, you know, particularly if you're traveling and you, you know, you don't want to be like scrolling on your phone or reading a book or doing other stuff while you're eating, watching a movie. You know, when I was on the plane, actually like paused my movie and when the, my food came, enjoyed the food and then went back to the movie. And even like they gave me nuts at the beginning as a snack. So I even like paused the movie then to eat because I was pretty hungry to eat the nuts and then like went back to the movie. So I just, you know, doing one thing at a time. So that's the way to really maximize pleasure is because when you're focused on the food, you're able to enjoy it more. Whereas if you're focused on the movie or the scrolling on your phone, whatever you're doing, then you aren't. Of course, your mind isn't present. You know, you can't taste whatever it is. Your, your, your mind's not fully tasting whatever it is. And so you're missing out on the pleasure. So we want to really like you know, maximize the pleasure. And I, I guess when we're traveling, we t- do tend to be eating in restaurants. So we're sitting down at a table without distractions. Like it, it does tend to lead itself to that. But just, yeah, making that decision that, yeah, I'm going to be intentional about my eating when I'm away. I'm not going to. And if you are traveling by yourself, like I was, like I did eat a lot of meals by myself and I would have a book or writing in my journal or something. But when the food came, I'd put that away, focus on the food and then go back to whatever I was doing. So that's the the next thing is really maximizing pleasure. And like, seriously, like that's something that you have everything to gain by doing that. Like just, you know, you're in this country, you're not having these food experiences all the time. So you don't want to miss out on them. So yeah, maximizing pleasure. And then the next thing, this next skill that we need is actually listening to your body and trusting your body. Because when you're eating out, like, you know, you, you're not measuring, you don't, not weighing, you're not, you're not serving yourself the amount of food that you think. So it's really important to let your body guide you on how much you're eating. And for me, like I really notice in LA, and whenever I travel in the, in the US, like the serving sizes are insanely big. Like that's just part of their culture. Generous, I love it. Like in one level, it's, it's great. However, like if I was just on autopilot eating everything on my plate, like I would definitely come home heavier. So yeah, it's really important to listen to your body and just trust your body to guide you in terms of how much food to eat. And then of course, like, so when you do feel like those signals of, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling full now, yeah, this is enough, then you, and there's food left on your plate, you're going to have to coach yourself in that moment to leave the food. And that's where like being prepared on that food FOMO thinking and just being aware of the sneaky thoughts that are going to come up and just, you know, reminding yourself, yeah, but there's going to be plenty of food in my future. It'll be better if I don't overeat now because I'll feel better later. And just really coach yourself in that moment to leave the food because that's really key. (laughs) And the other thing with this is, uh, because it is a lot, I know, is you just want to focus on one meal at a time. So don't use, like, if you if you do have a meal where you overeat or you, like, you randomly snack, you know, on the plane and end up eating too much, don't use that, oh, I've blown the whole trip, so I might as well just, eat. You know, keep overeating for the rest of the trip. Like, you can choose again in any moment. So you just want to remind yourself, okay, well, that didn't work and that's okay. Like, what's the next meal? Like, what, what can I do differently this time? And just, like, focus on one meal at a time it's not a big deal if you do overeat on a few of the meals like that's not going to cause you to gain weight over the whole trip you know so we want to just bring it back to just focusing on one meal at a time okay so that's like how we do it so just to recap so we want to get clear on your mindset first so just say that it's possible for me to have this trip and not gain weight 
And then we want to just get some thoughts prepared around the food scarcity thinking. So, and actually the two resources that I would recommend checking out after this are episode 54, which was food FOMO. So that will give you some really good concrete uh, tips for how to avoid that fear of missing out thinking. And then also episode number 55, which is listen to your tummy, which kind of walks you through in more detail how to start learning this skill of listening to your body and trusting your body and stopping when your body's had enough rather than just you know eating on autopilot and finishing your plate. Uh, so yeah, just to recap again, mindset first. So staying focused on the possibility, avoiding food scarcity thinking, then we want to be intentional. So just, you know, take some time to visualize, like imagine your day and and think through how you want your day to go. Then in the moment, we want to maximize the pleasure. So when you are eating, be focused on eating, like don't be doing other things, no, no multitasking. Then you want to listen to your body, trust your body and coach yourself in that moment. So you stop eating when your body's had enough, when you feel satisfied. And then we just want to focus on one meal at a time. And the other tip I have in here for you is to start small. Like if you normally, you know, when you travel completely overeat or you eat with with distractions, like just choose one of these steps to focus on first and, you know, whatever feels most inspiring to you, play around with that first, knowing that you you know, this is a bigger skill and that, um, you know, over time you can add in more, but you want to just make it easy for yourself to have a small win in the beginning. Okay. And then um, my bonus tip on jet lag. So with jet lag, of course, it's most, it's all to do with like messing up your circadian rhythms. And so what I do is that when I get on the plane, I look at the local time is at my destination and I set my clock that I'm in that time rather than I'm still on wherever my departure time is. So, you know, as soon as I got on the plane, I was like not on Sydney time anymore. I was on LA time. And then I travel with, um, I've got like blue block, light, blue light blocking glasses, blue blocker glasses. Um, so when it got to being six o'clock, like nighttime in LA, I actually on the plane, I put on my blue blocker glasses so that I was stopping that blue light coming into my, so it's starting to get my um, circadian rhythm because the, the color of the light is one of the things that sets our circadian rhythms. So I started to set my circadian rhythm to LA time. And then the other thing that I, I did was I kind of had, it was easier to do on the way over than on the way back, but plan my meals so that I was trying to eat kind of more regular time for what I would be eating like in LA. So normally I have, I don't have breakfast, I just have coffee in the morning. At the moment I'm having lunch at like two-ish. So, and then I have, usually have dinner at six-ish, 6.30. Um, so I, when we got on the plane, it actually worked quite well that the dinner on the, that I had on the plane was actually kind of dinner time in LA-ish. And yeah, so I did that, but I didn't have breakfast on the plane because I wouldn't have been breakfast time in LA. So I would just, you know, didn't have that. And then when I got to LA, I had my lunch at lunchtime and just set my meal rhythm back to as to what it would normally be. And on the way over, like after the, the way over, I didn't have any jet lag at all. Like I just went to bed at normal time and that worked really well. So I just like slept normally and slept in. It was so amazing. <laughs> but then on the way back, it was a bit trickier to do the same thing because the way the time the plane left and all those sorts of things, um, it made it a bit trickier. But 
I did use the blue blocker glasses, but I did have a couple of <clears throat> nights when I got back where I was waking up early, but it wasn't too bad. It was like, you know, I was waking up at four instead of waking up at 5.30 when I normally wake up. So yeah, it wasn't too bad. But so yeah, those two things, like trying to like set your clock to your destination time as soon as possible and wearing blue light blocking glasses on the plane to match your destination time of day is, um, and then trying to keep like trying to synchronize your meals better than nothing for sure. <laughs> okay, let's wrap it up with the key takeaway. So if you want to become a naturally healthy person who has that skill of listening to your body so you can travel with ease and joy, like it, so it's not this thing of, oh, I'm going on a trip, great, yay, oh, but I'm going to gain weight, boo, <laughs> like where you actually you know, can just really look forward to travel and enjoy all the beautiful food that experiences that are around in the world, um, I'd love you to join the Naturally Healthy Club. So it's my six-month group coaching program, which gives you a personalized, simple, doable process to change your relationship with food and so you enjoy eating well automatically and you feel good in your clothes, even when you've just got back from a trip. <laughs> so we enroll twice a year and for details, either check out the link in the show notes or Google Stone Soup and click on the coaching tab. So it's super fun, uh, a really you know, great group and I would love to welcome you in. Okay, have a beautiful week and I will catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast and I'd love to send you a copy of my free cookbook called Six Ingredients, 20 Minutes, Simple Whole Foods for Joyful Weeknight Dinners. It's full of easy recipes, so delicious they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. Just Google Stone Soup and you'll find it.